1: Welcome to In Search Up. We're your hosts, Ashton and Sam. We're two accountants who binge podcasts by day and TV by night. Keep listening to find what you've been in search of. Hi, Sam. Hey, Ashton.
0: So-
1: so it's been a while since we've been in person and had our right setup but I know we're back we're back live in our own in your house I guess mm-hmm. so in person and um,
0: we're hanging on by very thin <laughs> threads we're <laughs> both a little delirious um January's almost over yeah so and then
1: February starts and then it's yeah don't even ask us yeah about you work. don't want to hear about accounting mm-hmm. problems mm-hmm. but
0: they no. are they're there
1: okay so we've got cults today and our show is nine perfect strangers which is kind of not like super culty but um i guess it is a it little bit the vibes of, of, cult yeah cult vibes and then we've got guru and heaven's Gate, which are like both true cult-ish um stories and podcast so nine perfect strangers is on hbo max i guess um and yeah so if you don't want any spoilers i guess stop now but those are the three uh shows we're talking about today but nine perfect strangers that's a great great show i loved that show
0: i really liked it i didn't love the last episode how it ended oh yeah yeah it was kind of weird i did like the show i mean it it keeps you guessing and mm-hmm. thinking the whole time you're like mm-hmm. what's going on
1: yeah so we watched that right after we watched the white lotus mm-hmm. and it kind of has the same vibes of uh people being like going somewhere being stuck together um weird stuff happens. Yeah, and there's like a lot of characters. I liked all mm-hmm. the characters. But um yeah, I I'm trying to think of some of the main. So, well, who's that girl she played in Bridesmaid? She was in it. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a big one. Nicole Kidman is in there. Um oh, the one guy that you and I were talking about that we love. Um he was in Waco. What's his name? Um Dang, what's his name? Crap, I can't remember but he's like a great actor. He was also in, um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Sorry. It's going to bug me. Is it the guy who played the dad of the, Oh, well, wait, sorry. You finished. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. No. Um,
1: (laughs) wait, hold on. Waco. Oh, not Waco podcast. I'm looking up nine. Perfect. (laughs) We need a Steven to look up these things for us. Okay. His name is Michael Shannon. Okay, yes, we were
0: just talking about him, and then I was thinking of Bobby Cannavale. Oh, the the
1: drug addict?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is he in? He's been in, I'm looking through his movies and TV shows, and I'm like, none of these I've seen, so where do I know him from?
1: well Mm -hmm. michael shannon i love him Mm he's such a great actor so he was in waco he was in nine perfect strangers he was in nocturnal animals which i know you haven't seen but it's like a movie with um uh jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal and the redhead i can never remember her name um amy adams and then he what else was he in he's been in a lot of good stuff i just Oh, and Manny Jacinto, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but he was
0: in, um, The Good Place. He Mm. plays the, the, the dumb guy who is, like, dressed like a monk.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't even put those two together. Mm -hmm. Anyways, yeah, Nine Mm -hmm. Perfect Strangers has, like, a lot of good people in it, and, um and it's based off the book by leanne moriarty oh i didn't know it was based off the book. and she did
0: big little lies oh and that makes the other thing that nicole kidman was in i think that's also a book of hers so i don't i didn't read the book so i don't know if the show ends how the book ends and Mm -hmm. you know it was weird Mm -hmm. to me just because that's how it had to end Mm -hmm. or if it was a little bit different but
1: yeah and her she had the whole thing with her daughter like Mm -hmm. how did her daughter die again um, so basically I, th- I guess the premise of the show is it's like this, we just kind of like skipped that whole part. So yeah, sorry, but
0: <laughs> hopefully you've watched it and yeah. are contributing to this. Yeah. So
1: the whole premise is it's like a, um, retreat, like a retreat, a wellness retreat where they, you know, people come from diff- for different reasons. Like they come to the, like one guy's a recovering addict. One woman is, um, she got like catfished which is actually kind of funny because melissa mccartney's character got catfished um and then there was like another couple that won the lottery and they're like not happy they're miserable the uh michael shannon and his wife and daughter go and they lost their son to suicide i think mm-hmm. yeah and then i'm trying to think was there any is there anyone oh there was one woman who um was divorced and like attacked her um X- ex Yeah. Yeah. Um, And who else was there? Is that every... I I might be missing somebody. But anyway, so it's all these people from like different things they have different they're are different issues so they come to this wellness retreat and they do these exercises um and then they find out I think they're like aware that they are getting drugged right yeah so Michael Shannon I think is the character who figures out they're at that
0: long. they're at that dinner at that long mm-hmm, table mm-hmm. and he realizes they've they're they've been getting like psychedelic drugs yep. in like their smoothies or yep, something yeah yeah um and it's kind of for the purpose of for them to be able to like come to terms with like whatever they're, they're struggling with. Yeah. with yeah because i guess nicole kidman that's how she dealt with the death, of, the her death of her daughter and how did her daughter i can't remember was it the i i'm seeing was like she, a scene in the in the woods and it's like
1: really cold i thought is she. that in that show or is that a different show? i don't know we've watched so much i don't <laughs> even know i thought she got like hit by a train or something she got hit by a car Car. that's what it was yes they were walking through the park yeah and then they came up on a street and she Mm -hmm. got hit by a car yeah yes also her whole thing was like to try to connect to like ghosts like the dead people people yeah Yeah. and so i know the family it kind of centers around like michael shannon and his wife and daughter like reconnecting with their son and like getting to talk with him but Mm It's a good show, and they, it kind of shows, like, all the different things that they're, like, you know, they get mad at each other, and they're happy, and they're sad, and, mm-hmm. um, Nicole Kidman plays a very, like, you know, creepy, all-knowing, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she de- definitely has, like, the cult vibes, but it ends with, don't the, pol- don't they call the police, or, like, one of the workers, like, leaves the place, yeah, calls the cops and they come back, right? Yeah, because they're locked in like that chamber. Yes, thing. and they're being
0: pretended like everything's burning down. Yes, yeah. and so they they are like coming to terms with their death and yeah. reflecting. At the end, they like reflect mm-hmm. on it and like because throughout the show they kind of hate each other for different reasons and they get on each other's nerves. Yeah. And then at the end, they all have this like kumbaya moment, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, that's what this was about. We were." trying to bring you you know to your edge and yeah. make you have all these realizations but it was all it was all fake, fake and yeah. they get released and then at the very very end they open I think was it the, the rich couple, couple opened yes, or like continued on yes, yeah. the the yeah.
1: retreat or whatever yeah yeah it was so. a good show I liked it yeah you should watch it that's your thing I don't yeah. know but it was funny funny and crazy and all sorts of weird things but Okay, that was it for Nine Perfect Strangers. Yep. So I'm going to do Guru first. So Guru is a podcast hosted by um, Matt Straud And I think that's how you say his name. And it's uh, the network is Wondery, which Wondery has like a ton of great stories. Um, this was released in July of 2020. And I actually didn't like I had tried this a while back and didn't get super into it. Um, and then when we we were looking for like a cult I searched it did you ever read or listen to anything I read about it Read about it yeah you can kind of like you get the gist like pretty quick um it's not I so there's eight episodes I only listen to six and they're about like 30 minutes so it's really easy to listen to I didn't listen to the last two because they're kind of like follow-ups like interviews with um I didn't really have I don't know I just I was more concerned with the story not the interviews with other I don't know mm-hmm. anyways um so the story is about um the guy who's like I guess the leader the cult leader is James Arthur Ray um and uh, like an event happened in 2009 so before we talk about that event i'm going to tell you like how did james become like who he was so he was a self-help uh motivational speaker he narrated like a film called the secret which is kind of like what brought him to fame and the secret is uh based on the new thought which i was like googling what the new thought means and it's basically just like manifesting like whatever it is like that you want you're just manifesting it and i could Very be totally wrong on brand i could be totally wrong but um that's not we're not here to talk about all that so <laughs> um he appeared on larry king and oprah on the today show and he i think he was on oprah a couple times but that's kind of like where he got his credibility and like pop became I feel popular like I've, I've heard a lot about the secret yes yeah. yeah um so anyways that's a little background on like how he became who he was So the podcast starts off with, um, this woman named Jenny Brown and, um, it explains how Jenny Brown and her daughter Kirby Brown went and attended one of his events and, um, Kirby was like totally sold on it and Jenny was like, eh, I'm not really buying this, um, He just did certain things that kind of just like rubbed her the wrong way he so she's a social worker and like one of the things he had them do was he would have them come up and like say something that was holding them back or just something really really deep that you would say like maybe to your counselor not to a room full of people so she, she was like okay this is just a little weird like you're crossing maybe some boundaries um and he had an event coming up called the spiritual warriors i think and kirby like basically spent her life saving on this it was like ten thousand dollars to go to god this uh it's called spiritual warrior and it was in it was in a week-long event in arizona and so she kirby um just i don't know needed some guidance she was in different relationships had different jobs and thought that, you know, I think she'd been to a couple of his events and like, was like, okay, I want to go to this, um, this week long one in Arizona. So they kind of introduced those two people and then they bring in Brandy and Laura, who also attended Spiritual Warrior and like worked, um, I think went to some events of his, um, and they talk from their perspective of this, um, retreat. So, Like, the first thing they have to do when they get there is shave their heads. (laughs) Yeah. And basically, I guess it's, like, to, I don't know, like, get rid of, like, any superficial, any, like. Yeah. So, Laura talks about how that was, like, really hard for her to do, but she, like, ends up doing it. She shaves her head. Okay.
0: Random thing. But I remember when I was young, I watched, I don't know if it was, like, something on, like, I feel like it was an award show and they picked audience members and they had to go up and like shave their head on stage. And I don't know why, but that like, deeply bothered you. bothered me like I, I don't know what that I, is i don't know but i was like oh my gosh i don't know i think it, it gave me those weird like kind of like culty vibes and I'm i was okay. like these two poor random people just got i don't know if they knew ahead of time but anyway so i have All like right. if you have to shave your head i have problems
1: <laughs> <laughs> you would have been gone yeah. you would have been gone um yeah so and like they didn't have to do it right away but a lot of people like came around to it mm-hmm. And like his whole thing was like you had to play full on. So like if you weren't playing full on, like you weren't getting the full benefit of like you had to jump into the deep. Yeah, end. I mean you there paid freaking no ten thousand dollars for it. So like yeah, in, yeah. Okay. So then the next kind of event they go on to talk about is they like go into this room and he, James is like wearing this white robe and he's like, I am God. And he like says it into a microphone. Um, And they start playing this game called like the samurai game, which I guess is like a team building exercise that like people use in corporate America. Um, But he like put his own little like spin on it. And I I tried to Google it, but it seems like a very in-depth kind of, um, You know, like the Enneagram stuff that we do, like Mm -hmm. it's very more in depth, like it's not something you can just like Google, like you kind of have to be like, um, and I don't know, maybe like certified in it to teach it, kind of like how um, our Shari is. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, he like puts his own spin on it and he's like, if you can't talk, like if you go and talk to him because he's God, like you die like quote unquote and so what that meant was like Laura went up to him and like was asking him all these questions and he's like die and so then she has to lay on the ground and a lot of other people I guess it happened to them too and then like other people were still fine to stand and stuff but they um the people who had died had to lay on the ground for like five hours like couldn't eat couldn't go to the bathroom couldn't like just really weird like I, it just thing. Is this point, the 2009 event? Is this, yes. Okay. Yeah. So this was not that long ago. No, not that long ago. So then the next exercise they do is they go and spend the night outside, um, and then they actually spend like the next 36 hours outside, like no water, like so. it And during the day it's like really hot. At night it's really cold. Like no food, no water. Um, and this was called like their vision quest. I don't know. Everything kind of had like a, you know, catchy name. Um, so then the next uh, event was the Sweat Lodge. And so wait a second. Did celebrities go to this? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because I remember <laughs> watching
0: an interview with Drew Carey uh-huh. mm. and he did some retreat and it I, I think there was like a Sweat Lodge maybe. component and you could not speak to anyone. Hmm. Uh, maybe this was different then, but you couldn't speak to anyone for like, it was like a week, and like oh. you had to have like moments of like not moments, but like hours of stillness. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he was like, if my back itched, I couldn't itch it. Oh. I just had to sit and
1: think, my no. back is itching.
0: My back is itching. no, and I don't like, think what so, is wrong but here?
1: yeah. So, this okay. was the sweat lodge. And so, he basically told them, he's like, you know, um, you're gonna f- he like, I tried to write down this quote where he was like, if I'm going to die, he was telling them, if I'm going to die, it's okay because I don't ever die, my body dies but I don't ever die. So, like, he was telling them, like, you know, you die symbolically. Um, And he would encourage them to, like, stay in there. And he said, like, he was the master. Um, Again, just very weird things. So they go into the sweat lodge. It was way too crowded for, like, like the amount of heat in there and the amount of people, and it was just too many. And he was fine because he was by the door. So, like, every time they would open and bring in more stones and water to, like, make it hotter, he would get relief from, like, the door opening and closing. So, um it was 8 rounds long and basically like 2 hours and people could leave and that's kind of where like things get a little iffy from um like the uh I don't know a responsibility and you know coming when they go to court, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so people could leave and like one girl Brandy, the person that um had, you know Brandy and Laura were the two people speaking um she left she like got out of there she's like I can't do this and she was like people were puking she's like people were screaming like she could hear people screaming on the inside and one guy inside was like screaming and saying he was having a heart attack um and James responded it's a good day to die so like just not not good stuff (laughs) not good stuff not funny but no just insane um and then one of brandy's friends was pulled out and she was unconscious and she tried to comfort her and the people like the workers were like told her not to and they're like this is her experience and that like made her really upset so just things were not off to a good start like no. this was not good um so laura they go back to laura and laura's friend liz who had done this before like this is not the first time he had a sweat lodge she had done it two more times before um And Liz, I think, had done it one other time before. And Liz was like, uh, Liz was laying her head on Laura's legs. And they kind of had a system where they would like touch each other to like make sure the other was still good. Well, at one point, Laura is like trying to like wake up Liz and she's not waking up. So she's like, OK, this is really bad. So once it's over, Laura is still stuck under Liz. And so the people come in and grab liz and they were like okay is anyone here like a doctor like the staff like no one was like a doctor or paramedic or anything um and so they start to realize like two more people are still in there and it just gets like chaotic and actually brandy said she saw someone's like hands like like fingers sitting like outside of the tent so yeah things started to get really bad so they call the police like a helicopter comes in um and then james left which of course yeah So, basically, two people had died. It was Kirby Brown and James Shore. Um, And then one was taken to the hospital, which was Liz. And then she later died from her injuries. And 18 others were hospitalized. So, like not good not good stuff so basically at this point like the detectives are trying to understand like what happened like was it a crime was it an accident you know is he responsible who is responsible like if they could leave you know there's a lot of questions because they could leave but then yeah but then at the same time like he had been preparing them for this event like not letting them eat yeah Yeah. not letting them eat and drink and then made them go into this sweat lodge Mm -hmm. for two hours um And they had learned, too, that, like, this sweat lodge he was hosting, it was not um, a true sweat lodge. So, like, a sweat lodge is, like, a Native American Mm -hmm. um, ceremony that is, like, for much smaller groups of people and is, like, held by, like, spiritual leaders. And um, he basically just called it that because that's what he wanted to call it. Yeah. And it was more of, like, a heat endurance. So, they were, like, okay, like, you're... (laughs) that's not like a sweat lodge and so that was like an insult to the native american community because they're like you're putting you're making us look bad by saying that's what it is and that's not what it is at all yeah um and so the cop the detectives start to learn like there's a pattern of him taking turn like taking whatever term or exercise or whatever and just turning it into what he wants um and so they are basically like he taught things that he was not authorized to teach like the samurai game like you can't just Go teach that. Like Mm -hmm. you have to be certified in it in some form or fashion. Um, or like breathing exercises, like just different things like that. Like he was not a trainer, he was not any of that. He was they basically were like, he's just reckless. Um, and so he had conditioned them to do what he said. Um, and so he basically said, you know, like you're gonna feel like your skin is burning, you're gonna wanna pass like you're gonna pass out um he like lined out the symptoms of like basically a heat stroke and so when they went in and like the detective was explaining this like when they went in and they were having that the desired effect that he had explained that they were going to have they thought they were like achieving it so they they were doing it right yeah, yeah. so they stayed um and so they were doing what they were supposed to do uh, and so like i said earlier this was not his first Sweat lodge, so like he should have known. So, like, the detective was like, Okay, if this was your first one and somebody dies, like that's one thing, but to do this two other times and have warning signs and people like make comments to you, um, and then do it again and do it bigger and more dangerous, whatever. Um, so he was ultimately charged with negligent homicide, they wanted to charge him with manslaughter, but he was found not guilty which would have been like 36 years in prison and he only got two years in prison so they were not happy and jenny brown's family um was really upset and they were like you know we're gonna do everything we can to like make something positive come out of this and to protect others and so kirby brown's cousin was actually a lawyer and so he was at the time putting together another civil lawsuit against James because they realized like this was not the first time someone had died at one of his events Um, and they they couldn't bring like they couldn't bring up certain topics at uh, the court hearing so it was very limited on like what they could talk about so the other event that happened was called and this was the summer before um, the spiritual warriors event so this was called creating absolute wealth and the exercise that they did where someone died was um the resourcefulness exercise which they have a guy come on who went to that his name was Andy and he was like this was basically called like the homeless exercise so like they left all their belongings at the hotel wallet keys jewelry the people gave them clothes to wear like really like rugged clothes to make them look homeless and then they um all got on a bus and like dropped them off somewhere so basically to just I don't know, like I guess strip you of everything and you're supposed to learn a lesson from it. Whatever, I don't know. So Andy like goes and takes a seat in the park and he is just like, he said there was Comic-Con going on or whatever. So he's like kind of just watching everybody and across from him, he's sitting across from a mall and he sees a woman standing like up on a balcony and he's like, oh, is this part of like the Comic-Con thing? Like, oh, what's this? And she... basically jumps from the balcony and Andy was like okay like nobody's like clapping or like cheering like that what just happened that was not you know so he runs over there and there's like a big crowd and he can't tell who it is um and he thought she was still alive because the um paramedics had gotten there and were taking her away so when they all get back together and go back to the event he shares what happens like what he had seen and he was really distraught and like upset because he had had suicidal thoughts before Mm -hmm. so this had like really rocked his world um and then later they realize a group member is missing so um they put the pieces together that it was Colleen Conaway who had been attending the event and um had actually paid four thousand dollars for this event. Yeah. Um, and so what's really sad is that when they had first taken her to the hospital, since she hadn't no ID or anything, she was a Jane Doe for a couple hours. Um, yeah, so it's just terrible. So they find that out, but at the event they didn't tell anyone, like what that the missing member was the person who jumped. Yeah. So just terrible stuff. So bad guy. So, Jenny Brown's family um started this thing called Seek Safely Promise, which is um a thing that it's a promise for like self-help and motivational speakers that are like, "Okay, if you want to do this, that's fine, but like if you're going to have host different events like um endurance or just um you know, like events that could make people question certain things about their life, like you need to have the right people there." Mm-hmm. Like you know the homeless event like they should have had someone there trained who could have you know answered i don't know just been there for a colleen or the paramedics for kirby and james and liz supervisors yes yes so um they had this promise and he won't sign it of course (laughs) yeah so he's a real real keeper um and he um today like got out of prison is still trying to be like a motivational, like self-help guy. What? Yeah, it's just crazy. And one of his like followers who used to be like, he's a psychologist or whatever, and um, used to be like a fan of his. Well, once he got out of prison and started doing all of this again, he kind of was like, okay, this is not good. Like you're not doing good for others. Um, so he reached out to Jenny and was like, hey, this is what's happening. Um, and so I don't think anything has really come from it. They're just trying to be aware of it. And actually the guy was like, uh, like commenting on his like Facebook lives and things. And like, he eventually block- blocked him, but he was trying to be like, this is, you're a fraud. Shut like, it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he basically was just like, you know, he, he's still preaching the same thing. So like one of the things that James said was that the accident happened because it had to happen because it was the next, thing in his evolution for him as a teacher so like the guy was like no 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 three people did not have to die for that to be the next like no um so yeah he's just um there's just not and a lot of the reason why this podcast was created was because First to tell this story, but also, like, there was no restrictions on, like, what he could do or teach, like, once he left prison. Hmm. You know, so, like, if a doctor loses their license, like... Yeah. There's certain restrictions. Mm. You can't go practice. So, yeah, this guy is just... He didn't have
0: anything to lose. He had no license or anything to lose. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um... Yeah. Anyways. Was Kirby the daughter or the mom? The daughter. Yeah. So... The... Mom is out there trying to yeah put an end to whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was not that long ago. You know. No, no. So yeah, that's the story of the podcast guru. Which it's good. I mean, it's yeah. it's definitely like what the heck. It makes you mad. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I feel like I've heard of the I'd heard of the secret, but I hadn't heard all like the backstory and everything mm-hmm. about that guy.
1: It's insane. But yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah. Um, so my podcast is a story that I think a lot of people have at least heard of or like yeah. know about the big There's thing. like
1: shows, TV shows, documentaries, all sorts yeah. of things.
0: So you can find probably a lot about this, but, um, I do like this podcast, uh, particularly because of the host. Um, but the podcast is called Heaven's Gate. And it came out in 2017, and it was produced by Stitcher and Pineapple Media. And Stitcher mm-hmm. has a lot of podcasts, too. Yeah. Um, but the the host, his name is Glenn Washington, and he hosts um, a bunch of podcasts um, outside of this one. And I think he's the regular host of Snap Judgment. Oh, okay. I don't listen to that podcast, but I think that has a lot of episodes. So... Heaven's Gate, which people probably know, is, I mean, they called it more of, like, a religious movement, but we call it a cult, and um, it was founded in 1974, and it ended in, like, the largest mass suicide in U.S. history in 1997. So, Marshall Applewhite met Bonnie Nettles in 1974, and there are a few stories about how they met, but I think the most accepted one is Bonnie was Marshall's nurse after he had like a near death mm-hmm. experience. Um and they ended up calling themselves or referring to themselves T and Doe. So T was uh Marshall and Doe was Bonnie. And they believed that they were the next level of evolution beyond humans and that they came to earth from like another planet basically. And like, but they were also from like the kingdom of heaven. And, um, I think Bonnie, (laughs) I'm trying (laughs) to think of the terms. It's, it's not, again, it's not funny, but it's funny. And, um, They also, like, I think Bonnie said that she was, like, the the precursor or the predecessor to Jesus, Mm -hmm. and Marshall was something God. I don't know. Just some wacky stuff. Very wacky. So, they somehow attracted a group (laughs) of followers who also believed what they were saying and when was this again like in- so they met in 74 okay. and so and then the murder or suicide happened in 97 so they had like oh, 20 years wow. of i
1: forgot it was that long
0: yeah and so they had a couple members who like joined and then left um and they um bonnie actually died in 1985 so like halfway Before, through yeah, 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 halfway yeah halfway through all of this but they, um, ended up becoming kind of like a nomadic monastery. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have possessions. They would like beg on the street. They, um, were not, they were not working. They would, you know, evade the police and detectives and, and all of this. And, um, in, in, in 1996, they eventually, which is very weird to me, they rented, like, a mansion in, like, near San Diego, California. And, I mean, I, get, I guess it's just, it makes sense because there were 39 of them that they needed, like, a big space for their, like, final, like, resting place. Yeah. But um, they picked this place to kind of settle, and their big moment was the hail bop comet was coming <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm Wait, laughing. they have their website? They still have their it's website. It's up today. It's, yes, you can I, still go to yes, it. Yes,
0: I almost went to it then I was like is this going to put something weird on my computer? Yeah, so I've I didn't. Yeah,
1: I've went to it, but you're fine if you want to visit okay, it. Okay.
0: So <laughs> to all of our um listeners, if you are curious, it's safe. yeah um, And is the red thing <laughs> Is the red thing still flashing?
1: I think it's been a website. while since I was on it, but I think. So there's
0: like this red message that like uh-huh. flashes. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. I think so.
0: Um, so they settle <laughs> in this mansion in California and they are prepared for the hale bop comet to come. And following this comet, there's a UFO that's going to take them all up and they're going to go into the kingdom of heaven. Um, for sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. They're going to meet Bonnie because she's chilling. <laughs> <laughs> she's hanging out. She's been preparing for them. Um, But the rest of them are going to go. I'm sorry.
1: So anyway. If you knew the week we had, this is just, yeah. this is good stuff. Good stuff. It is. It
0: is. <laughs> um, so in Waves, they drink phenobarbital it, it mixed in like applesauce or something. And so it's like fifteen of them and then fifteen of them and then nine of them. And they are all dressed in <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Okay. They're dressed in identical like uniforms basically. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. You're oh, making, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. We gotta keep it together. Okay, this so is serious sorry. stuff. Um and
1: <laughs> okay.
0: speaking of shaved heads. <laughs> they their heads were shaved? Well, they had the same haircut. Because, oh, yeah, they had... Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because when police got there, they thought that it was all men. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, The, like, news report was, like, 39 men, but it was, like, half men and women. Okay, okay, um, got it. And they all had the same Nike shoes on, mm-hmm. and Nike discontinued the style <laughs> after this
1: They're like, this is terrible for our brand. And they were
0: like, why Nike shoes? And one thing I read was that... Um, So they liked the just do it and Uh they said just do it because, like, me and doe were their leaders. I can't, I can't. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Um, and they all had like money in their pockets, okay. And they had like five dollars and then some change, but it was like all the exact amount, everybody had the same amount. And I guess like the five dollars was like the vagabond vagrant fee or something okay. and then the change was to like pay a pay phone to call home i don't know got it got and it. Mm-hmm. and so they drank this stuff and they like m- like prepared e- the body so like mm-hmm. 15 people drank it and the following 15 people like put these like bags over their heads oh and like purple like uh-huh. cloth and stuff mm-hmm. um but, like, the final two people, like, didn't have anyone to do that for them. Yeah. So they kind of knew that it was done in waves. Yeah. Um, and so before they did this, they sent packages to five um, affiliates. So either people who had joined and then left or who knew about Heaven's Gate. Yeah. And had, like, VHS tapes with their, like, farewell <laughs> farewell messages and like explanations of what they were doing and why. And so one of the recipients was the one to find the bodies and call the police. And, um, so he gets there and the podcast plays like a little clip of him calling the police. And he says, you know, I want to make an anonymous tip. And they're like, okay, regarding what? And he's like a mass suicide. And he gives them the address, So, um, the, the farewell messages and there are things like left at this mansion that kind of explain their reasoning and they're all like, you know, this is going to be seen as a sad thing, but it's not sad for us. Like we are, you know, going to our next level and like our calling and like, we're excited for this. And it was kind of similar to what you were saying, um, with that guy that they were like, leaving their physical bodies but their yeah. bodies were just like their vessels and like they were, you know, their spirits I guess mm-hmm. were were traveling up. Um so I mean they it's, you know, very sad it's like mass the largest mass suicide in history but they weren't like, oh, we're not really killing ourselves, we're just like
1: going to the next yes. dimension. Mm-hmm.
0: And um what I thought was interesting about this podcast was the host Glenn Washington was basically raised in a religious cult oh. and he left, um, when he was a teenager Okay, and, um, you know, not, they didn't have the same beliefs as heaven's gate, but he, you know, kind of understands that, you know, we see this as like, Oh my God, these people How? were crazy. What yeah. were they thinking? Yeah. And like, even I thought like, okay, you're, you're part of this group and like, maybe they do weird things, but I, I feel like if you saw like a wave of 15 people like kill themselves and then you were like, you, you saw that with your own eyes and then you're like, yes, I'm also going to do this. Like I feel like did, did no one like snap out of it Uh and be like, Oh my gosh, what are we doing? Yes. What's going on? And so he's like, he explains how, you know, it's very easy for us to think that, but he's like, you know, if I had continued on in this cult that I was raised in, and if I had taken like two more left turns and yep. hadn't gotten out of it, like would I have been in this situation? Mm-hmm. And like if it if if I had made it to that point, would I have taken, you know, the phenobarbital too? And he's like, it's not as easy of a question to answer as you think it would mm-hmm. be, um, you know, when you're ingrained with these these ideas and and you really believe what these people are telling you so um I just thought that was an interesting kind of take on a story that like we all probably have at least heard of and like we just think like oh my god so crazy like that's ridiculous um yeah yeah. so like about like halfway through the podcast I think there's like 10 episodes and like the sixth one is like all about Glenn's story so even if you don't want to like re-listen to the Heaven's Gate whole story you could listen to that episode alone and i I learned a lot yeah yeah i think it's interesting so
1: i had actually watched i think a documentary on it Mm -hmm. i didn't watch, i didn't listen to the podcast but yeah yeah because i didn't know about glenn or any of his Mm -hmm. stuff but and he has a good podcasting voice Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that was a um a crazy story Mm. and it's really hard there were some funky things going on yeah. Also, that started in the time of like, I know the 70s was like a hopping time. Psychedelics, and lots of cults mm-hmm. going on during that mm-hmm. time. So, okay. Yeah. So, so, I
0: want to, I know you're not very far, but I wanted to save my questions on Yellow Jackets. Oh, um, yeah, that's it's, right. It's we cult ish. It,
1: yeah, it is. It is. I know, I think I'm three episodes in. So, I'm trying to think of the last thing. What's happened? Yeah, so I think the last thing is they found the house like that wooden house and the girl had some weird vibes and they went upstairs and there was a dead like skeleton. Yes. So I think that's where I'm at. But, uh, yeah, the show was really, I just started it last night and we got three episodes in. So it's good stuff. And it's almost like it's hard to watch, but you have to keep going back for more. It is such a good show.
0: Yes. And I finished the first season and it goes back and forth between like modern day and then what happened so i mean people probably know but if you don't it's not spoiling it it's a high school girls soccer team from the 90s yes uh-huh. and they're flying to their now na- is it national state yeah, na- na- national something. yeah and um their plane crashes so if you are afraid of flying or planes well it was
1: a private plane so one of the girls dad had like a chartered it yeah, yeah. which mm-hmm. also like private planes kind of sketch me out yeah, like they're small and like ever since kobe hmm r.i.p yes yeah yeah i don't know this kind of yeah. sketches me out which they were in a yeah they were in a private plane mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. don't know they're just you hear too many stories like um alia or whatever her name mm-hmm. was yeah anyways we dive digress I say that I said that last time but um yeah so the plane crashes
0: <laughs> and so it's like flashbacks between the girl the team surviving in the wilderness because no one comes and finds them for Pretty like long 19 time. months yeah long and time. then the present day some of the girls are dealing with stuff in the president. present. and yeah. um, there's like the opening scene because you were oh, messaging me gosh. about the opening scene
1: and that's what get like I cultivized right off the bat. I texted Sam and I was like, I think I just said like this is wild or I said like something like f- this. Yeah, WTF? <laughs> like what is this? And then uh, oh, I also just saw like Travis like hangs himself mm-hmm. or but they don't think it was really Travis. They think somebody killed him. But yeah, it's a. Cr- crazy story
0: yeah so when when you finish we'll probably pick this talk this also misty
1: gives in. me weird vibes i don't like oh misty. yeah oh
0: she gets weirder I she don't like gets misty. weirder <laughs> i don't like misty um, yeah it's and a good show though second season i hope it comes out soon because i i want
1: to know yeah i was needing something to watch and so I'm oh and I then, then really i was gonna tell that. you
0: some i saw someone that said that they were binging uh, this is not culty i don't think but it's um, Kristen Bell on Netflix, and yes. it's like the woman in the house across the, the street from, from the man girl. in the window, yes. or something. The girl in the window, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I read the book, the girl,
1: the something in the window. Oh, really? Okay. And I isn't did. there
0: a movie, the girl in the window? I think there is a
1: movie with Amy Adams. I yeah, think. and I was yeah. like, so is this like a spoof, or is I don't it know. really
0: supposed to be like the other perspective?
1: Maybe it's the other perspective. I don't know, but I, I am know. excited about that. Yeah. And I'm I saw uh okay did you hear the story of the guy who um it was a couple years ago but he was like it was a young couple they the guy ended up committing suicide and the girl was like telling him to do it yes yeah there's a show i think on her and i think ella fanning i think is gonna be
0: portray her yes um
1: it's gonna be on hulu i don't know what it's called but uh, there's a netflix documentary on that story
0: yeah. I think you, cause you put that in the, in search of podcast, mm-hmm.
1: uh, Insta story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm super excited about that show because yeah. the, the documentary is crazy. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? Do
0: you remember what it's
1: called? No, but I can tell you. We'll that. talk about it maybe
0: on this <laughs> if we find another, uh, theme. Yeah. It was it in. insane
1: though. Um, that's just such a hard thing mm-hmm. to, uh, like in court you know like how i don't know it's confusing yeah 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 anyways okay i think that's it um i don't have anything to recommend oh i guess i have one thing to recommend i was eating them as we came over here you know the white cheddar popcorn Mm -hmm. the smart food or whatever Mm -hmm. they have a flaming hot one like flaming hot cheetos oh my god like my hands aren't red they're a little red you can see (laughs) I love that stuff, and Jake gets mad at me every time because my fingers are like red and like Do they stain yeah, things dusty. around. The house. But it is the best neck ever if you like hot things. Do you like hot things? Um, not really. I no, love not spicy, particularly.
0: I, I remember like elementary school flaming hot competitions at oh, lunch. It was who
1: could eat the, muscle the muscle. most without taking a sip of water. Oh, I, and I just watched. definitely won. I would have won. Oh, yeah. I freaking love Flamin' Hot Cheetos. They're my favorite. I think I said that on one of our team things was what was my favorite food. And I think I said, like. It was chicken nuggets. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Flamin' Hot
0: Cheetos. And. Something else that was, like, kid-like. Because you were, like, it sounds like I eat, like, a child. I think I said, like,
1: Gatorade. No, it wasn't a drink.
0: Was it ice cream? I think ice cream. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Which, my top one was ice cream. And I cannot get away from the fact that my number two is bananas. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> This is really, we're really digressing. Okay. Guys, we'll we're going to sign off because yeah. this is going to get too weird if we keep going. <laughs> All right. Bye, Sarah. Bye,
1: Ashton. <laughs>